Welcome to the sixth episode of Cartesi's Tiny Podcast, a pocket-sized podcast that's here to try and explore the road to mass adoption. We will be talking with Web3 adventurers and blockchain wizards in bite-sized 15-minute episodes. This time, I'm talking with Elisa. She's a computer engineering student from the Intelli University in Brazil. She might be young, but she's somewhat of a hackathon veteran already. In the latest hackathon that Cartesi organized with Intelli, she was one of the winners. So let's hear about her project and her adventure in tech so far. Okay, my name is Lisa. I'm 20 years old. I'm from Brazil. I am currently studying computer engineering and I have recently gotten second place with my team in the Cartesi hackathon with Intelli, which is my current university. You're studying computer engineering. You're a lady, which is a very good thing, but we need more ladies in tech. Uh, yeah, yeah. G- give me your opinion. How how has it been so far? The study. What's your experience on this topic? Uh, I think I'm a very fortunate person in that regard. My current school is very diverse. Uh, most of our um, leadership is female. We have a female dean, a female um, coordinator, uh, an academic director uh, is a woman as well. So we have a very big support network. Uh, in this regard, and there is always a lot of um, stimulation and motivation in order to, you know, feel like we really belong in in tech, uh, as opposed to, you know, some bad experiences happening in other colleges. Uh, and I've also been fortunate to arrive at school already knowing how to code at least the basics. Uh, so from the start, I I had the the technical competence to show my worth and kind of earn my place in the group. So when I first arrived in like the first months, uh, I was the best one out of the boys. Uh, and so that kind of got me a little bit more respect from the get-go, which I know wasn't the experience for everybody. So I know that like a lot of my friends uh, who are uh, girls as well, who got there and were learning from, from zero, uh, they had more trouble kind of getting their voice heard in their first few groups. But... Um, that changed throughout our 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 school year because everybody you know actually got to to see how uh how amazing everybody was where did you learn how to code if you knew it already Uh, before before going to school i actually homeschooled uh during high school and at the end of it i got uh, a scholarship for two online dual credit courses uh in an american university and so I got to spend a, a, around a semester learning the basics of, of programming logic for C++ and Java. Uh, and I kind of like uh, continued learning from there with Python. So when I got to college, I already knew, like, I, I knew the ropes. Well, what did you want it to be as a kid when you would grow up? Uh, if I'm being honest, I wanted to be a singer, a musical theater artist. Um, but I was really good at math at school, and so when the time came to apply to colleges, I was looking at something that would that I, I didn't hate, something that would give me money, something that I was good at, and the intersection of that was engineering as a whole. Uh, and so I started looking into that with more detail, and that's when I fell in love. So I think that I, I had to choose the area first, and then find out what I loved about it and right like nowadays I really really enjoy it yeah I was gonna ask did, did you end up loving it because uh something I don't hate seems seems a bit uh well realistic but still uh yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a very practical person, so I, was, I wasn't looking for my dream job when looking for colleges and like trying to plan out my career. But what happened is that I got into college first, and then I got into like the onboarding day when when everybody got to you know visit the different labs and get to know the the, the environment, and I fell in love with how technology makes magic happen. So I come from a, an, an art background. I like theater and singing and dancing. And a big part of this is that I love how it kind of creates um, magic for people, for like adult people, just seeing beautiful things on screen, beautiful things on the stage. And I realized that technology does the same thing in a different arena. Uh, and I realized like with robotics and computer engineering, I was able to create this kind of wonder uh, that I was looking for in the arts, but in a more um, tinkering kind of way. Uh, and so when I when I understood that, I started to really, really love um, coding as a whole. That's, that sounds like a really cool motivation, actually. And uh, the link you're making with theater, um, I, I see the, the resemblance in a way. I think in a way, coding or engineering is art too, just a more practical form yeah 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 sure thing then let's talk about the tech um your hackathon project won second prize at the intelli cartesi hackathon what did you guys build uh we built a system called lilium and it is a monitoring system for carbon credits so we were looking into you know esg topics and something that could be uh, associated with uh, making the world a better place in a large scale, uh, and we ended up looking uh, a little bit more closely uh, at a carbon market. And one of the biggest pain points is that there is a lack of transparency in actually making sure that the carbon credits that are being sold are worth anything. That they are they actually represent like a, a, a ton metric of carbon taken off the atmosphere. Uh, and so we made a system that combines blockchain, AI, and IoT. Uh, and basically, the idea is that there are these tiny IoT devices with sensors for uh, temperature and humidity. Uh, you put them into the forest reserve, for example, and they're going to send real-time data to the blockchain, uh, which we use Cartesi to uh, apply to AI models to make sure that those uh, readings from the sensors are within the expected parameters for a certain uh, carbon-neutral project. And if it is, you get to automatically mint uh, carbon tokens. If it isn't, you get uh, like an alert to make sure everything is correct. You mentioned there was uh, a part of your dApp uh, running AI, IoT devices connected. Um, would you have been able to do this without Cartesian? Uh, not at all, uh, for two reasons. First of all, we were using AI, which is impossible to run on the blockchain by itself. And we're running two very um, large models. So we had an elliptic curve model for um, actually taking the, the readings and um, making sure they are, they're not anomalies. But also we had a computer vision model that was taking pictures in real time to make sure that the device was actually in the property, like amidst the nature and not in the you know, controlled setting lab kind of thing. Uh, so they were like really large models, but not only that, uh, we were trying to make um, an auction system 
so people could auction away their tokens. And that requ required like uh, a really complicated programming logic that wouldn't been able to run smoothly and in a um, accessible, cheap way in the normal blockchain. So Cartesian was fundamental to make sure the project worked uh, in a efficient manner. Okay. Then, was this your first time using Cartesi Tech? Uh, no, we used it a lot of times during this year in a lot of hackathons. And I would say that that was like the, the difference that uh, the made us able to win so many this year. Like my team and I, we probably won uh, maybe eight, nine hackathons. Uh, and most of them use Cartesi and that was what uh, gave us the credibility and um, the, the special tools to make sure our projects were uh, like a, a highlight in, in every competition. Then you're, you're, you're much more experienced than uh, I knew actually. What do you like about it that made you use it in all these hackathons? Um, I think it allows us to connect I mean, in hackathons, there is a lot of power to using mainstream technology, to getting judges to hear these buzzwords, to getting judges to, you know, see your your project as something that is really relevant to the current landscape for technology. And so blockchain is one of those words, but that alone isn't enough anymore. And so when you're using blockchain, there are a lot of um, limits and, um, you know, just things that you really can't get through with, with normal blockchain because it isn't able to support that. And so with Cartesi, we can uh, once more uh, combine blockchain and AI uh, in, a, in a way that you can actually verify in a verifiable manner, which is just, it is a, a groundbreaking concept. Everybody's worried about their privacy uh, and, and transparency, uh, but it's really hard to put it all together. And so Cartesi acts as like this really amazing bridge that just combines all of the main technologies in one and so you can actually uh, make a product that can uh, offer all of the uh, all of the most desired and on-demand features and benefits uh, and so it is like a really really good way to build any project that really wants to um, innovate and impress people do you have any tips for for first-time cartesi hackers because the the concept for some people is still a bit new, running running Linux uh, on chain. Um, think about your first time using Cartesi Tech. Any anything that comes to mind you would give as a tip to new hackers? Uh, I would say most of my team uh, had a really hard time at the beginning, not because Cartesi itself was. Um, that complicated to learn, but because we didn't know the basics of the other technologies. So like making sure you already know a lot about blockchain solidity, just to get to like the feel of how blockchain works before you move on to a more complicated uh, field. But also we really didn't know Docker uh, at first. And so we were like, we're really struggling to, you know, understand containers uh, along with, with, with Cartesi and, uh, you know, the virtual machines, like it was a lot of things at the same time. So I think making sure you have all of the prerequisites before you try to get into Cartesi is like a really, really good step to take. What are your plans for now? Do you want to keep building your hackathon project? You got new ideas? What's what's happening? Uh, I always love a hackathon. It is a lot of fun and adrenaline and it is really rewarding when it's over. 
Um, but I'm really looking into um, getting to a more professional level right now. Uh, I know that I can code well for a student, but I'm really interested in making that leap from student code to actual prod level code that I can trust on in a, in a large scale. Uh, and so I'm really looking into internships for my third year in university next year, uh, as well as looking to a few uh, exchange programs just to kind of widen my worldview uh, and trying to plan my career in a, a longer term than just the next hackathon. What type of internship are you are you exactly looking for? Maybe we got some listeners here that uh, can help you out. Um, I'm really looking for like maybe a, a small to medium sized company, uh, preferably tech focused. I'm really looking into you know getting uh, the kind of support that I need from senior programmers to actually build better code. I know that I need a lot of mentorship to kind of get into a really um, experience level in coding. Uh, it's just looking like in, in a really uh, kind of like tech culture with uh, agile kind of uh, workflow um, and a lot of more experienced people in tech to help me understand the world in a more professional level. Right. And in an environment where there's still room for some personal uh, attention, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really important. Hey, 15 minutes are almost up. Uh, last question. Any tips you got for girls who are considering a career or a study in computer science, tech in the broader sense? Um, I think the most important thing is to have confidence in the fake it till you make it way. Like, you know, you wake up, you put on your red lipstick and you go to class and you don't let anybody see that you're a little bit scared or insecure. You just, you know, put up this really confident persona. And someday soon you are going to, you're going to be that person for real. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, but also confidence is something that you feel at home by studying and by making sure that you have all of the um, technical competences. Uh, so also making sure that you are always learning more and dedicating yourself and getting on top of all the, of the new technologies so that you actually uh, know in your heart that, yeah, I got this and maybe I got this better than the other boys. That's good advice. Our uh, 15 minutes are up, so I'm going to thank you very much for your time. Keep us updated on all the next hackathons you're going to be winning. And uh, <laughs> we'll see each other later. Great. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And please join me again next week for a new tiny episode.